Hi, and welcome back to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we talk about all things Marvel Crisis Protocol and review a different character every week. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. I'm Brandon. Uh, as you you might be able to tell, uh, well, first off, uh, welcome back. We did take a week off uh, for Thanksgiving, so I hope everyone, if you're listening, had a great time with your families. If you're celebrating Thanksgiving, uh, if not, I hope you had a good week regardless. Uh, as you can and tell, it, oh, go ahead. And, and if you're not American, uh, happy Black Friday, because yeah. that's an international thing now. There you go. <laughs> uh, you might be able to tell, uh, I was sick on the last cast, and for whatever reason, I still cannot seem to get over it. So I'm a little sick, and Brandon is also sick as well. So <coughs> welcome to the club, Brandon. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but yeah, there are I, a lot of clubs I'd rather be a part of. That's fair. <laughs> so, uh, I guess we we know you're you're feeling not the best. How are you two doing, Brad and Fred? You guys have a good holiday. I had a wonderful holiday. I feel great, and it's been a good week for me. Did you hear how he threw that? I feel great in there, Brandon. Just uh, just really step on us when we're down. Well, I feel fine. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. <laughs> I think I think this might be the first week in a while where I can't just like trump you guys. <laughs> yeah, your your time's running out on that. Yeah, I I feel pretty good. You're back at work, right? Yeah. Well, uh, so since our last cast, uh, we have had a couple requests on characters. The first one uh, that we're going to be taking a look at that was our first request was the updated Medusa. So this will be the Medusa episode, but. Before we get into any of that, we do have some news and announcements. Uh, so AMG has uh, posted several things uh, since our last cast, which I'm going to kind of go over and we're going to talk about really quick. So the first thing that I want to talk about is the affiliation list. They just uh, reposted the document uh, updating the characters for all the affiliations. So the first one we look at when we look at Brotherhood of Mutants, they are gaining Pyro, Sabretooth, Apex Predator, and The Blob. So... Really good additions there. I did not think they would put Sabretooth Apex Predator in there. Does that make sense, Brad? Uh, yeah, it's... It, they said that they weren't going to be any out of Weapon X at one point, which I just took that at face value. And uh, we'll see in a second. Logan is part of X-Men. Mm -hmm. That makes sense because the storyline that they're talk they're like telling, Logan was part of the X-Men at that point. But Sabretooth had not yet joined a Brotherhood team, I'm pretty sure. So, but they probably didn't want to put Logan in something else and not put Weapon X. I mean, put Sabretooth in something else. Yeah. I'm sad they're not X Force, but it's way before either of them were on an X Force team. I gotcha. So, scroll down some more. Uh, so, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can follow along. But uh, uh, to Brad's point, Uncanny X-Men is gaining Logan the Wolverine. Uh, I don't know how well he fits in. Uh, the other Sabretooth, I think he'll, he'll be all right in Brotherhood. I don't know about playing Logan in Uncanny X-Men, but maybe it, he'll find some space. In, in some scenarios, and at some point levels, he might get played, but I don't think he's going to be a court member. Yeah. 
Uh, and then lastly, we get to look at the fleshed out new Weapon X team. So we're looking at Deadpool, Domino, Honey Badger, Logan the Wolverine, Sabretooth Apex Predator, and X-23. So all the healing except for except for Domino. I was a little disappointed that... Domino uh, doesn't need it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She doesn't need it. I was a little disappointed. I know. I think you had said before that Omega Red might have a chance to be in there. So yeah. I'm a, little, I'm a little disappointed he didn't make it in, but... Uh, overall, I, it seems like a good team. No one on here surprises me, and I'm excited. Yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, so the next part I wanted to talk about is there were uh, some changes to Malekith. So when we look at the FAQ and errata document, uh, Malekith, so Malekith the Accursed, his stat card now reads, replace the text of the Conqueror of the Ten Realms superpower with the following text. During the power phase, this character gains one additional power. Now, if you, uh, if I look over here at Cerebro and pull up Malekith, you'll see that in its current state, Conquer the Ten Realms is during the power phase, this character gains one additional power. Uh, and it has additionally, characters cannot modify their attack dice when targeting this character with attacks. So now, uh, all, it does, all it gives him is just the additional one power. So you can now re-roll against Malekith. So... Uh, Brandon, this is your first time hearing this. How does that make you feel? You're an avid Malekith player. Stupid. What was that? It's stupid. I don't... <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, like, if anything, I expected the charge to cost, like, one more not have a throw attached to it. Uh-huh. But, like... I don't know. Well, when we go to the second change for Malekith, it also has replaced the power cost of Ferocity Superpower with three. So it did go up by one. I mean, that makes sense. Being able to do that on turn one is kind of dumb. But, like, this isn't this isn't more than people just bitching online getting this to change, right? Like, this has, like, he's not a top, top played character. He's not, mm. like, he's still a seven threat character. Like, I, I think he is being played a lot more outside of our meta than well, not even that but like i mean the tournament showed that he wasn't right like we had the data that he wasn't being played more than like voodoo and black cat who no one talks about well he's a, yeah just this big bad boogeyman that but there's are scared of that's the problem is people are like oh you know deal with it i don't want to deal with this so they bitch and they made a change well, I, I think that he was having an outsized impact on the lists that people were building because uh, people were having to take a Hulk, either she or normal, uh, in order to counter him. And this, I mean, this is not a crippling rebuild for him. It's not a, a devastating errata. Uh I think that making Ferocity cost three instead of two is probably a good thing. Making it tougher to do it on the very first turn and, uh, probably reduces uh, negative play experiences substantially. Also, Malekith has the single highest win rate oh. of a leader. I, I, I agree that the Ferocity... By 10%. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. No, by... Yeah, but how many how many 7%. actual games were played though? Uh, compared to almost eighteen hundred in the second place games, how many games? 
What do you mean? How many games? Oh, second were place. Second place. Eleven hundred. Web Warriors only has two thousand. He has caught up with Web Warriors. Good. He deserves it. So I, I, I think Ferocity uh, going up to three is is a correct change. Um, is he too survivable? Like without people being able to reroll against him, maybe. Uh, I mean, probably. You know, he is like a really, really good piece. I know that there is a lot of complaining online, like about him. Like, there's a lot of like doom and gloom, but people beat him like pretty frequently. He's beat. Yeah, he's yeah. super beatable. Um, so whether or not trust me, I played him. Yeah, whether <laughs> I played him a lot, and people beat me. So whether or not they're being heavy-handed with it, like taking away the rerolls, I'm not sure. Like, to like Brandon's not making like a terrible point. Like, there are a lot of times where you see like a lot of whinging like online, and you'll see like a heavy-handed change. And I think Legion caught actually a lot of that. Uh, like a lot of flack yeah. for that because talking about my boys, the clones. Yeah, because people bitch like crazy about clones, like what they were able to do, and, and they got nerfed into fucking oblivion. Yeah, like they made a change to like how. So if you're not a Legion player, uh, what I'm getting ready to just to give you just a quick rundown of what I'm talking about. Clones had the ability um, to share buff tokens in Star Wars Legion, so you had things that could give you offensive or defensive. Uh, boost essentially their tokens and <clears throat> clones were the only uh, faction that could share that and people found ways to abuse uh, some of the token sharing what they did uh, was they made a change to how token sharing worked and they nerfed it uh, pretty significantly <laughs> um, they could still share tokens but not in the capacity that they could before but then they also hit them with a crazy, crazy wave of like points changes, and it essentially really invalidated some of their uh, kind of more expensive units. That it really just made them so expensive you don't want to take them, and then it just made your list building kind of it. It just felt kind of bad. Uh, so that was, I feel like, a result of a lot of people complaining online, and the changes that were garnered from that were more heavy-handed than they should have been. Uh, just the changes to the token sharing would have been okay. I think all the points changes made it pretty bad. And actually, just to touch on that a little bit more extensively, I do think that there is a points increase coming for Legion uh, this month. So we're going to see if they don't roll back some of those changes after kind of getting a lay of like what they've done so i know it's hard for a developer to kind of <coughs> balance all that out but i i am curious I, I i can't quite tell if i think that that's too heavy-handed or not yet but i i wonder how much of it is a, a factor of like the left hand not knowing what the right hand is doing yeah do maybe. we know that it's one person who's in charge of that decision because like maybe someone came up with the plan to change the way that the token sharing works and maybe someone else came up with the plan to reduce or increase the costs of certain models no at that at that time it was fantasy flight doing it and one person was in charge of all that okay okay at well, least that the is, final say in <laughs> those happening the same person well uh a bit of sad times uh for, for Malekith, uh, if you are pretty hot and heavy on Malekith, you've been playing them since the beginning. Um, these will change uh, your gameplay a little bit. I know that <coughs> when I played Malekith uh, for a little bit, 
uh, a lot of my stuff was really set up on like my turn one charges, which I can't do that anymore. I mean, you can if you like take long or something, but um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how this changes his his output as the game continues. But uh, I, I, I plan on bringing him. Like this is not going to change the fact that I like playing him. Uh, his playstyle is going to stay pretty similar to what it was. Yeah, like I he's I think he's still. I don't think that this makes him unplayable. But I do think, like, like I said, it, it could be a little heavy. He's he's a little well, he's less survivable, and he doesn't have as like he doesn't have a, a like crazy efficient turn one. So like, you're not setting yourself up for the rest of the game when you get that turn one charge and you get all that power, right? So I just think you make one change and then adjust later. It's like they're scared to make like multiple no, they, adjustments. They only yeah, they only want to make one and be yeah. done. Yeah, and that's a piss poor way to develop a game. That is fucking awful. <coughs> and and I'm the, on a lot of medicines, so I might be a little emotional. <laughs> yeah. Brand, yeah, for everybody at home, Brandon is sick. Very sick <laughs> and on a lot of medicines, so he's, he's a little cranky. Uh, well, I mean, if that's, I mean, that's just bad. I mean, it's just, I don't, that thought process just is just bad. The only thing, I don't know that it's bad, but the only thing is, like, in a world... Uh, in game development now where like most faqs it's not like they're releasing like a gw book right and even gw like you have faqs online so uh i get like like if they did like a once a month errata like i understand they want to do it and then like get it done or even like every couple months but like in a world where everything's online and so easily accessible to like make the change i don't uh, i i do have a harder time understanding why they don't make changes. Like you don't see more frequent changes than you do, but well, I think that they still have to keep in mind the idea that they're going to have to print a card. Like no matter what the case may be, they are going to have to print it. Uh, and they're going to buy and they're going to make and... more money on it than they have. Well, but my, my point being is that if they change it all the time, then they're going to have to print more cards, which is more cost That's for fair. them. And I mean, I, and and that means that people are going to have to buy them, which creates a negative uh, player experience where people are going to get tired of having to buy all the new cards. I mean, it's a uh, I, I the point that you're making, Brandon, is accurate. Like, it, it sucks that they make multiple changes at once and don't like make one change and see how that affects play. Yeah. But I. I I, I don't know. I don't want to defend way more corporate culture. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I mean, want to be the one defending corporate culture, but uh, I understand it. I understand it's literally why my role in this is to defend the corporate culture. <laughs> but it doesn't like even as a corporate like that. It makes no sense to do it the way they're doing it. It like, does if they're approaching it as a game that they want to release stuff and never change it, and then every once in a while they're forced to but That's they already they... messed that up because they already did one huge rollout once you I did know. that we talked about that because once you do that huge rollout you've already fucked everything like now you've made a precedent that you're going to make changes and now it's what you get on every forum board every facebook post people are bitching well this character is not as good this character like like you never hear anything all you ever see is every time you you could search cyclops name on mcp page and it's literally just thousands of people just bitching and moaning that he's such an unplayable character that he should change but 
they don't want to do it. And then they made all those rollouts and they didn't affect so many characters that need it. They made characters unplayable. They made characters very playable. Like everything was such a hard swing or did nothing. Like you used to not be able to play this game without seeing Modoc and now you never see Modoc. Because of the changes that came to it. I don't know if it's because of the changes. I think it's just the how models have changed over time or how models have been released over time just makes them less desirable but before mcp i was part of another game uh you might have heard of called guild ball (laughs) and they they put out a change every six months and a big change every year and there were i was not but there were a lot of people complaining that the game changed too often Oh, really? That they'd only be able to go to, like, two tournaments, and then the there'd be new rules, new cards. That's fair. I mean, at the end of the day, everything we're talking about is, like, subjective, right? I think it's a really big gray area on, on what's right. To be right, fair, three what's, well, it's not. S- significant changes a year is going to be a lot, right? You said two, si- two six-month intervals and a one-year interval? No, no, no. They did... Like just two. in the in two in the summer they did a smallish change, and then uh, in the fall winter they did a bigger change. And correct me if I'm wrong, but th- that's not a very huge game, right? Like it's just specific. No, there's more models in MCP now. I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, I get it. Like, and I and I'm not out here saying, but like, just do it like every year, or even maybe every other year come out with a roll-up because you're going to develop like the power creeps real no one's going to sit here and deny that like the models we get today are miles better than the models we got at the beginning of the game and i don't there's know there's, wrong a, with that. there's a lot of good stuff in the core box like um captain america like crossbones um, captain oh, well, marvel's he's, good he's, he's talking about the rest of them brandon not the one bad one well so far he's only named two characters that got errated um baron zemo there you go. That's the probably the only good model from the base set that didn't get changed, right? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, Doc right Ock's up. good. Is he though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't yeah, say that one very good. much. But if you uh, listen to if you listen to our episode, the first episode that I was ever on on Doc Ock, I was very effusive of how good he was. One would I, say naively so. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Brandon. Oh, Iron Man. Iron Man gets played all the time. Yeah, and he got a rat of. Oh, that's true. I forgot that. He's not really that much different. Well. He's the most different. He gets the he gets the Friday AI every time. That's true. Let's move you on. You forgot to what he originally did is what I think has just happened. Let's move on and... to something a little bit more happy. Away from uh, the the nerfs, and that is the Rhino uh, reveal. So uh, I've got <coughs> excuse me, Rhino pulled up on Asmodee's website. Uh, so he is going to be a, a new model, uh, clearly for Spider Foes, and I think somebody has said Criminal Syndicate. I think yeah. Is. In in the product description, it specifically says he plays for Spider Foes and Criminal Syndicate. Uh, let's see here. Yep, there you go. Giving them another powerful option in Spider Foes and Criminal Syndicate affiliations. Additionally, three team tactics cards enhance Rhino's abilities, making him even more versatile in battle. So, 
that'll be interesting if all three of those cards are like Rhino specific cards. And he doesn't like bring anything else to like the affiliations. I bet one of them's just in like an old card reprinted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably. I don't know. They've been doing a good job of coming up with all new cards for it's, all new characters. Brace for impact. Is that going to be the new one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, you, that's one of five cards in in that. Or was it four? Every pack that we've got has had a reprinted card in it lately, right? Uh, gonna be close Malekith, right? It's gonna be sacrifice. Uh, you were <laughs> right. Like I'm looking at the details, and they did do a fantastic job painting this boy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He, he looks great. He looks so good. He looks really great. No, I mean, the model he is really cool. Awesome. <laughs> Everyone, he looks awesome. We don't have his stats yet, but the look of the model, it, it, I mean, he just, he rocks. Look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, he looks really good. Um, that This is the largest base, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, the, ones yeah, the, the someone... one with the brick on the right side, that's the largest base, so... Uh, someone, even when we had the silhouette, looked and figured out by the crack that was in the picture yeah. that it was the big base. Okay, yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> so I get a big so base So he's model. as... You're going to get a big base model for Criminal Syndicate, Brandon. He's as big as Juggernaut. Ah, baby. That'll be an affiliated, maybe Call of City and replacement for you. Oh, or Black Dwarf, take... excuse me. <clears throat> oh, I, got, I get to take... Uh... I gotta take fucking uh, Malekith out of my list now. So. <laughs> God bless. No, you don't. You well, can I'm play Malekith. It is quite salty over here. Yeah, it's it's the medicine. It's it's, it's really draining all the salt out of him. He's got all that salty phlegm. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think Listen, that the first thing I did when I took the medicine was um, this isn't really a spoiler, but when you play scarlet and violet you get your mount which is like your legendary pokemon and he's getting attacked by like hound doors and hound dooms so the first thing i did when i took all my medicine is spend the next two hours in that cave just destroying fucking hound doors and hound dooms to get revenge <laughs> for him. so i'm i'm well aware of what this medicine does to me <laughs> All right, well, do you want to take us uh, through Cerebro news and updates, Brad, before we move on? Yes. Um, I am not sure what I said last time. I think I have our recording date right so that I don't have any overlap, but I don't know for sure. Uh, so the two, two announcements, I guess, with this is the first a change to the app Um Searching tags, I had added a thing where you could search multiple tags, but it was like, if you looked for size four, it would find every card that had the word size in a tag or the number four in a tag, and that was unintended. So now, if you want multiple tags, you put an and sign in between them. That's it. So if you want size four and, I don't know, it has something to do with poison, you just put size four, ampersand, uh, poison. I can't remember what I just said, and it will find all the models that have both tags. He was he was too proud of himself for using the word ampersand. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh my <laughs> god, I I found a day to day use for it. <laughs> it's a good word. Um, the other uh, announcement is 
Um, we reached our funding goal and I have actually started working on an app version of Cerebro. Uh, I thought that I would very quickly have the initial app uh, going where it was just the online one, but you could test it like a regular app. It wouldn't be on the app store yet for people, but it turns out I can't just copy my files over and press a few buttons like I thought I could. And so I'm having to kind of rebuild it from scratch. So it's going slower than I thought. Okay. Well, but it's still uh, going. But it's at, at least it's going, it's yeah. Yeah. It has officially started. Well, I think within the within a couple days I will have it open on my phone as an app. That's, don't make don't uh, promise. <laughs> that's very exciting. Well, on my phone as an app, nobody else's, and the only page that will work is the browse page. Like Okay. <laughs> it's not going to be full functional in a couple days. Okay. Ba- baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah. I wanted to to clarify that for those who might be listening. <laughs> yeah, no. You even if you are one of my testers, um, you will not have this version to test. It, it, it will have nothing well thank you all so much for contributing to uh brad's patreon and helping us reach this like the fact that people are taking their money and then donating it to uh, a cause to kind of help support brad and stuff is awesome and that is just like a small well i mean it's not small it's a big but that's just like one of the many things that i love about like being in miniatures games and like communities and stuff like that it's just like the support that people throw out. So thank you very much for showing him support. It means a lot. So yeah, well, well done, everybody. That was, this has been you did good. Yep. Everyone did good. Also need to give you a, a shout out, Brad. I meant to do it at the beginning, but I forgot. Uh, last week uh, when we had our um, shit, what's the last episode? Uh, oh, oh my god, who did we just do? Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, something Sorry. messed up on my end and everything that was supposed to go on YouTube, uh, got corrupted, but Brad was able to finagle the audio and at least a still image to get it up for everybody on YouTube. So yeah. thank you, yeah, Brad. No video, but you can at least listen. At to least it. you can listen to it. So thank you very much, uh, for your extra work, Brad. We're going to, we're, we're going through HR now to get you a raise. So. Oh, <laughs> double my pay. There you go. Double. A you, quarter an hour. You're not a penny more. You're a math guy. What's double of zero? Uh, still zero. Well, there you go. Still you're, zero. You're getting double zero. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, because we had a little bit of a longer uh, news and announcement segment, a little bit more to chat about, uh, we're going to be skipping out on a couple segments this week. Uh, so what I'd like to go uh, forward with now is uh, we did have a tournament uh, locally since our last uh, podcast, which Brad did run and Fred participated in. Uh, so why don't you guys, uh, you guys want to give us a quick rundown on the tournament and how it went? Whoever would like to go, for, I guess Brad, you ran it. You want to talk about some of the players that we saw? And yeah, we had, we had six players. Um, I'm trying to get logged into Longshanks right now so that I can get reminded of who I played and stuff. But we had six players. Um, it was me, Fred. It was Michael and Joel. Uh, it was... CJ and Steve. C- yes, yeah. CJ, CJ and Steve. CJ was the one I was forgetting for a second. Sorry, CJ. Um, 
So, and we ended up going three rounds. It could have gone two, but it didn't. And uh, first round, Brad, who did you play? I played you, Brad. That oh, was, you, you it was me versus you. Okay. okay, and um, did I find the right tournament? No. I don't know, but I will tell you how the game went. <laughs> yeah, you tell me how the game went. Okay, Okay. so here's how the game went. It went a lot better for me than I expected the game to go. I'm not. This isn't going to come as a surprise to everyone, but Brad is a better player at this game than I am. What so I am play? quite proud that the that the game ended 18-16 in his favor. What did you play? What did you play, Fred? It's 19-18. Oh, wow. It yeah. was even better than I thought. Okay. Uh, uh, so... I'm pretty happy with that. I'm what pretty happy. Play? What I'm fucking models did you put on the table, Fred? <laughs> God. Uh, so I played Red Skull uh, Hydra, and we were playing on uh, the. Oh, God. Um, the Infinity Formula. for the Cube. Yeah. And Infinity Formula. And let me tell you this. Uh, so I played Red Skull, Arnim Zola, uh, Baron Strucker, Baron Zemo. And a fifth person who I'm forgetting. Uh, and I'll tell you what. So ha- being under Red Skull's affiliation on Infinity Formula with Struggle for the Cubes means that uh, a person holding a cube at an Infinity Formula will get four power every turn. That's amazing. Arnim Zola, Arnim Zola getting four power every turn felt incredible. He did better in that game than he has ever done for me. He did so much work just being a battery for everyone to do re-rolls. Red Skull did work. Uh, Baron Zemo did work. The only person who didn't do much is Baron Strucker because he was off on his own. Uh, Fred, correct me if I'm wrong, but after this tournament, you put Infinity Formula in your Hydra list, right? That is correct, <laughs> and it's insane that it wasn't in there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize like Hydra, the Red Skull Hydra specifically likes to play on B scenarios, like uh, just because of the way that they they have two people with bubbles of reroll. They have uh, Arnim Zola likes to be back, but close enough to affect the combat and. That is a B scenario. So, I mean, I don't know why that wasn't in there. It's They are so good at Infinity Formula. You've put in, like, several games with the Hydra now. Or, like, overall, are you having a lot of fun with them? Like, do you enjoy their playstyle and stuff? I do, quite a bit. Uh, uh, Hydra is fun to play. They have a lot of interesting tactics that, that just sort of develop. And I'm a fan of just the way that they do their job also i think that red skull's minions are the best minions in the game that's fair almost without question what uh, uh yeah. what did you play brad uh i believe that i played and fred let's see if this sounds right okay. storm beast x23 domino and ebony mom uh Ooh, that's ebony that's Maw. correct that is correct. And yeah. Ebony Mom was doing less than I was worried he was going to do. Oh, something occurred with Beast. Do you remember? I no. remember. No, uh, I don't. So, uh, you had Beast come over and beat up Baron Strucker. 
And then Baron Zemo, at the end of the turn, charged in, hit Beast. Beast was on. Oh, yeah. Hit Beast once, killed him. Uh, or, or I should say dazed him. At the beginning of the next turn, Baron Zemo activates, hits Beast, uh, Beast once, KOs him. And kills him, yeah. Baron Zemo killed him with two hits. It was wonderful. <laughs> Actually, really that, good. that reminded me of what this game was like because that was the side with the apartment building in between the two B spots. Yep, yep. And so Domino was doing work over there. Yeah, she was throwing grenades and being she a real... She also, at the end of the game, had two or three of the cubes. Yes, she did. <laughs> this was a fun game, everyone. This was a good yeah. game. <laughs> well, you guys want to give us a rundown on the rest of the tournament? How the rest of it go? Yeah. Uh, round two, uh, I played Joel. Uh, we did Spider-Infected and Mutant Madman, a team threat. Uh, he was playing Shadowland Daredevil. And I was playing Storm, obviously. Uh, 18 threat, I was probably playing something like Storm, uh, Domino, X-23, rogue and toad um i don't remember what he played i know he had killmonger uh because his target for killmonger had to be rogue but i set her on the opposite side of the board um i don't remember who else was on in his list i ended up 17 12 um I'm I'm just I'm very used to the very wide extracts and the uh, the B scenarios and Joel doesn't play a whole lot so I just I knew what was happening in the game and took advantage of his child yeah. is really what happened. I, I didn't take advantage of him but like I'm a lot more practiced than he is so. Brad learned a long time ago from Tim that you could, you, like, you, you, oh, don't, yeah. <laughs> you, you never underestimate the children. You, you play, oh, you, you play like, uh, like they're an experienced opponent. He, he lost that game, right? He oh, ran up to the table. He lost He's like, bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He's like, oh, it's a kid. I got to go a little bit easy on him. And then got rolled. <laughs> yeah. 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 We were at a, he uh, was that same kid. He's now a teen. But he was going to um, MCP tournaments in Morgantown yep. and playing Black Order yep. and beat a little terror there, too. Yeah. Fred, he you played me. Steve. I love you, Tim. Uh, yes, I did. I played Steve. And uh, he was playing Hulk uh, plus – oh, gosh. Uh, I, here's what I remember. Hulk on the table. spider Spider-Code. <laughs> Spider foes. That's right. He, it was it was Green Goblin, uh, and I That's was playing Hydra in this circumstance, uh, and we were on Demons Downtown. I forget the the uh, alien ship. Alien. Sh oh my god! This was it. This game did not go well for me. <laughs> Fred blocked it out of his memory. Look at that. Yeah, this game didn't go well for me. Uh, Final score eighteen four. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't go well. God damn. Are you all right? <laughs> Hulk showed up and essentially killed me. <laughs> Just killed everyone. It was brutal. I couldn't, like, I didn't ever do much this game. It did not feel well. Uh, 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 not connected to the tournament, 
he and I played another game uh, the uh, after the tournament was complete, and I was gonna lose that game also, but I was doing much better. I'm not uh, sure there's a world where 18 to four is gonna feel pretty good regardless of what happens. Oh man, that was that 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 game right there. I lost hard, Did and, and it's not because of any reason. He just outplayed the shit out of me. What's the take? What's, what's the takeaway that you you? Uh, my takeaway here, uh, on something like Demons Downtown or Gamma, you have to deal with Hulk. So you've got to do damage to Hulk. It doesn't feel good to do damage to Hulk because it buffs him, but once you start hurting Hulk, twenty damage, it'll happen. You just have to focus it on him. Yeah. You can't. He does go down. That's yeah. the takeaway. You gotta go all in. You gotta go for Hulk. All right. Well, so did you? And win... Not to be that guy, but especially against like spider foes, <laughs> where like the rest of the spider foes aren't super scary. Some of them are. Oh my god. Some of them are scary. What are you talking about? <laughs> Some. Oh yeah. I we, mean, like we, Carnage that and Venom. Is a debate for the future. That is a debate for the future. Oh, that's true. Uh, did you take the tournament right, so... home, Brad? Well, first, we're going to ask Fred about his game, because mine was the final, so I'm going to leave you on the edge of your seat. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. Fred, uh, do you remember who you played? I did. Uh, it's Joel. I played yep. Joel. And uh, we were playing Infinity Formula again. Uh, yes. And I, so I played Hydra. It wasn't Struggle for the Cubes. I think it, it was, was... Alien Ship. It was Alien Ship again. Uh, and... Uh, Hydra with Red Skull on Infinity Formula just feels really good. It just feels really good uh, because you end up getting like three power every turn on essentially everyone because you can focus around the Infinity Formulas. Uh, we both had Black Cat in our list, and I think, and I got the uh, I got the core at one point and ran away. And that essentially finished out the game for me in my favor. Oh my gosh, I just remembered who uh, Joel was playing. Joel had Charlie Daredevil, Black Cat, Loki, Killmonger, Winter Soldier. That was his list. Is that not just... the most Michael list ever? That's a pretty Michael list. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. That's who he plays against all the time. So, um, And... And I know Joel helped make the list. Michael didn't just give him a list. She asked him oh, who he wanted to play. But I, I remember that now because um, I kind of threw, Joel's birthday, threw Rogue. Right? It was. You, Happy you birthday him, to Joel. You, I was going to say you got him cake, but you got him cupcakes. Yeah, because cupcakes are easier to share. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for those cupcakes, by the way. Especially for the situation we were at. No offense to those people, but I feel like cake would have been a disaster. You're what? right. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, uh, cupcakes are easily servable, and and yeah, prevent people from touching other stuff. Okay, so I was in the final against Michael. Uh, we played Spider Infected and Sword. Spider Infected was mine, Sword was his. Um, and we had 14 Threat. And. Um, Were you 5 so, 1? 
yes. I was five wide. He played. Let's see if I can do this right. He played Red Skull Hulk and another model in Hydra. So it'd be a three-point model. Zola? Oh, it was Zemo. Zemo. Zemo it had to have been something. Zemo. So uh, I was a little worried because he had Red Skull and Hulk. Uh, but I was five wide. Uh, and in case you haven't heard this elsewhere, X-Men are pretty good at flip scenarios. Yeah. Uh, especially with two extra activations. Yeah, especially with two extra activations. Now, Michael was pretty good about handling passes, so I didn't get like double activations at the end of the turn. I only ever got one. Uh, but uh, the first two turns, I think I had both turns had either two or three spiders, and I got sword base. Uh, wow. Third turn, he came <clears throat> back pretty hard. And then the fourth turn was a little rough. Except for Domino. Uh, I didn't roll a lot of attacks in this game. It was mostly moving around and uh, trying to flip the sword bases. Uh, taking those 50-50s. Uh, mine was, I had Storm X-23, Domino, Beast, and uh, Toad. So I had a pretty mobile team, and I used that to my advantage. Squish? I don't, I don't think he got to make more than one attack with Hulk on any turn. Maybe one turn. The turn he, like, came back, he might have got two attacks with him. Um Red Skull got attacks because it's hard to keep him from attacking. But I, I just tried to play the scenario as hard as I could. Ended up nineteen eleven. Oh, congrats on the win. Yeah. Look at you taking down Michael's whole house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on his son's birthday, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations, Brad. Hopefully you guys both had a good time. Did you have a good time, Fred? I did. I had a blast. It was a good tournament. <coughs> good. Well, uh, I think we'll continue on and go ahead and go into character review if you guys were ready. Everybody sure, sure. I just want to want to say one more thing about the tournament. Hmm? I'm still basically undefeated on Infinity Formula. Come at me. I I was I I was one away. I was one away. Yeah. Let less crushed me on it, but other than that. <laughs> I'll play you on Infinity Formula every game for the rest of eternity as long as we don't have to play Spider Infected. <laughs> I thought God. you loved Spider Infected. I don't. It's stupid. <laughs> uh, Are we going to get a new... Did this, did this say anything about getting new like card, like a new extract? Yeah, there the there was no list of a new Crisis card. Uh in the rhino pack and so i do not think it will have one hey people who bitch about malekith go bitch about getting more extracts and fucking secures okay i'm surprised that we haven't received any it's for, been for, a long it's time. been a long time now was it superpower scandals was the last one right scout yeah 
I yeah. believe so. And that was yeah. well, I was gonna say that was a year ago, but that's because I got my rogue early. Yeah. That was like nine or ten months ago. Yeah, I'm super the, shocked. The, uh, there you know what? No... Where would be a good place to put that? Like, put one of each in the rivals panel pack. There you go. The weapon X pack and make or, them themed, or in the Rhino box as well. I mean, sure. I want all of them. I need like twelve new ones. We have <laughs> no A. There is no A scenario that exists. Like that is just a a setup position yeah. that won't doesn't get played after, well, after they, they took away herbs. Yeah, if we don't have any A's. To be fair, they should definitely redesign the A setup anyway. I have I have a question. How did I win three rounds and I only have a current win streak of two? You tell me. I don't know. Because one of those games you lost at heart. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, well, no, we, you did play another game. There was another game that was played. I, I played against CJ uh, on the day before Thanksgiving. I believe you did as well. Oh, yeah, I did. I played after the tournament, so I didn't play <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't need to talk about those games, though. Okay. We played them. They were fun. Yep. Uh, I still everybody... haven't lost a Hydra. There you go. Uh, does everybody have Medusa pulled up? Uh, yeah. Sure. I I can be shortly. All right, Brandon, you're you're a little, <laughs> you're a little sick. I won't I won't make you uh, read any unless you feel like it. You can read some. <coughs> I can. Uh, well, it's it's fine. Uh, we'll we'll let you take a rest. I'll uh take your stats and then I'll take your passives. So Fred, if you want to read the attacks, and then Brad, if you want to read the active superpowers. Um. But we're taking a look at Medusa, a.k.a. Medusalith, uh, Amaquilin. I'm not sure if that's how you say that, but that's what I'm going with. Uh, Baltagon. Uh, I would I would correct any of that if I cared at all, but uh, I don't. I have no idea how to say it. This Medusa is also going to be the start of our Inhuman series that we're going to do for the no, next no, five, six no, weeks no. continuously. No. Uh, she has a three-three-three stat line. She comes in at she comes in at six stamina, uh, four threat. She's a size two character and she's a medium mover. Uh, and I thought she lost the stamp. She doesn't. Uh, she has no changes on her injured side. Uh, you want to go over the attacks, Fred? Sure thing. Uh, okay. So the first attack <laughs> is a physical attack called Braid Bash. It has a range three. It rolls five dice and it has zero cost. It is the normal builder rule, where it gains power equal to the damage dealt. It has a wild push for size 3 or less, and it pushes them short. And on a crit wild, it triggers a flurry. Uh, and she may immediately make a braid bash attack that does not have the flurry special rule. Uh, her next attack is a spender called Split Ends. It is also a physical attack. Uh, before damage is dealt, if the target character is size 3 or less, place the target character within range 1 of this character. And then it has wild bleed. Uh, oh, oh, and sorry, I didn't say what it was. Uh, it is an area 2 attack with 7 dice, and it costs 6 power. 
which is quite steep. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, one thing to note on the <coughs> Jesus Ray Bash, um, the push, uh, the size three push happens before the damage is dealt, and the flurry happens after the attack is resolved. So you have to pick if there's only one target if you want to take the flurry or if you want to do the push. Because if you push uh, and you push them out of range, you won't be able to flurry into them. So. Uh, okay. Uh, do you want to take the active superpowers, Brad? No, but I will. Thank you. Uh, the first one's called Hair Flip. It costs three, and it's a size three character throw. Uh, within three, throw short. Once per turn, of course. And then her second one is Royal Decree. costs two. Uh, you choose an ally within two, and you place it within one. Uh... You place that character within one of her, or you place her within one of that character. And then uh, you can only place a character. A character may only be placed by the superpower once per turn. So you could do it. uh, I'm pretty sure this is correct. You could do it so that you place that character, and then she pays for it again and places herself. Yep. And then that affects each character once. Yep. Uh, Which is kind of cool. Uh, and then lastly for her passives, uh, she has the passive Inhuman, which is shared across uh, all the Inhuman characters. Not ever, all the characters in the Inhuman affiliation, but all the Inhuman characters. Uh, this character may re-roll one die in its attack or defense rolls. <coughs> so pretty good there. Uh, she has the passive Living Strands. When advancing or climbing, enemy characters cannot place the movement tool overlapping this character's base. And enemy characters cannot modify or change attack dice when targeting this character with attacks. And then lastly, she has immunity poison. So, <coughs> jeez, excuse me. Um, so yeah, uh, Medusa. So this is her after her changes. Um, I think she's still a pretty good piece. But we, we gave you a, a break on the reading the card, Brandon. Why don't you go ahead and go first and tell us what you think about Medusa and her current state. Uh, I think she's criminally underplayed. Um, I agree with that. Part yep. of this, I think, part of this um, recommendation for this actually became uh, because I was playing the game that I played um, was against Medusa, and we we just talked about just it doesn't really make sense that she's like because the main things that changed were was it just her flurry? Uh, I think. I think I, it's been so long now that I can't remember. I can't remember if hair flip was always three. I feel like it is. Like there's no way it wasn't. So I'm pretty sure all that changed on her was that the, the push. Flurry. Well, the put no the push used the push to be used to be automatic, right? Well, it used to be triggered on damage. Yeah. And then the flurry was just wild flurry. Yeah. So I mean, outside of braid bash, I don't I don't remember. I don't think it changed <laughs> a whole lot. Um. I don't. I don't. I guess I didn't understand it because she was such a pivotal piece, and those changes aren't. Ash, like it doesn't really change. Like that push isn't super hard to get with the reroll. Uh, I mean, it's not easy to get the size. Re- was there maybe not? Maybe there wasn't a size restriction before. No, I think there was still a size restriction. The thing is, like, whenever she was doing it, you could. There was a term. So like they've kind of stamped this out. There was a term called nesting. And yeah. because the push happened after the, because so right now it does it before damage is dealt. It the, was all happening at the end. You could yeah. flurry and then push twice. Yeah, so you could yeah. attack, 
do damage, gain your uh, uh, push, but get the flurry. So then you would choose to resolve the flurry first, banking your first push. And then when you hit them a second yeah. time, you did damage. You would hit them twice and then double push. And they've made it impossible oh. to do that now. So, <clears throat> Which is which that, is fair. That like, was that a, I mean, that a was thing. a dumb mechanic. Yeah, that shouldn't have been a thing. <laughs> that shouldn't have been a thing. Which is a, a good thing that, you know, you changed when you can make changes and you're not refusing to make changes anyway um i yeah i think she's really good um i know on a previous cast one of the questions asked were like you know what point value did we want like a really good model to be and i said four and i remember looking through the fours and you know it's really you know it's it's voodoo and venom and then it's like i remember looking through them and i was like why don't people still play medusa like it, it didn't make sense um and I've never, I've never seen Medusa on the table and be like, mm, she didn't do enough. Like I've just, I feel I've like seen it. Ne- yeah, I, I've never seen it when, to where when, if... when Mystique two rounds her, top to bottom. Oh, two rounds. well, that Mystique can do that to anybody off oh, the table. I don't want to hear about that. Yeah, in 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 that in that La La Land that Brad gets to live in, yeah, that doesn't like that shouldn't happen and. But when it does, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, it's going to be the case. But even at the same time, like, she should be a model that does a lot and does everything. Yeah, I think she's, I think she's super solid. I don't personally understand why she stopped seeing as much play as she did. Um, I think people, I don't know if it's that people just got, the errata has changed a lot and it prevent, like, she's kind of a model that was, that was seeing, an astronomically high amount of play got the errata stopped seeing play but this is the one that doesn't make sense to me because i don't feel like the changes were that drastic or they at least don't look drastic now looking back yeah she's still quality four what do you yeah. think fred you, what do you think about her uh, right now i mean i she's got so much control so so much that she can do to change people's positioning like i is i I don't know if there's another character who can do quite as much positioning nonsense as she can. Uh, uh, the, I think, really, when you look at it, the, the next one you're kind of getting to is, like, Thanos. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, the, like how, mu- how much displacement can, like, happen. Like, Thanos or, like, uh, Malekith with, like, uh, uh, Midnight Phasmagoria. Midnight yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That, that, but, like, she can move, like, an equal amount of models. So. And she's four points <clears> as opposed to seven or eight yeah uh she's um i mean uh, she is a little fragile i mean just she's got not ideal defensive numbers and only 12 stamina total but she uh, she will do her job which is is pretty low for a fourth threat character yeah that's that's pretty low uh and another nifty thing about her is you can place her in a tight spot in between some some stuff like some terrain pieces and people won't be able to get past her and that is a surprisingly effective tactic depending on the deployment of terrain like i think that she can really shine if there is a spot that is a choke point that's relevant i think Uh, i've got a question yeah is that 
uh, is that superpower active if she is dazed? What no. royal decree? Uh, the one oh, that the makes li it living the strands. Uh, no, yeah. it is not. Okay. Okay. Um, well, still, it's pretty good. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's niche, but it is like a really amazing ability. And the fact that you can't reroll against her, like it does <coughs> help with her survivability a little bit. I agree that she is squishy. I think what it comes down to is like, to your point, like she does lean now more into like that kind of control piece. But the only she, thing that changed on her were on Braid Bash. Yeah, so everything Nothing else was changed. good. So like, yeah, it was the flurry and the attack deals damage to target characters three or less. Is uh, it may push the target characters more. So she generates yeah, power like, with like a five dice spender at range three with like a reroll. So like she'll get the power to do her stuff. And I've done really silly things with Royal Decree. Uh, she was actually like back when I was playing Dormammu heavy. She was one of my favorite characters to play with Dormammu. And just, like, Royal Decree him around. And then also, like, Royal Decree around him. Like, there's just a lot of fun <laughs> things you can do with it. And I think what you kind of see talking about, like, her drop-off in play is, like, people crutched on her to, like... She had all the control, but also all of, like, the crazy killiness because she was, like, hitting them and just getting, like, the wild flurry all the time. So she was double-tapping people and then still getting her control. So, like... You're having your cake and eating it too, but now that she's just a little bit more of, she leans more into the control side. I think people were just like, well, if I can't control you and destroy the world, then I'm just I'm not gonna play her, which doesn't make any sense to me because she is like a really great piece. And I think I played against her in an online tournament against uh, Johnny Pastrami, and she did the fucking Lord's work. Like she did a crazy amount of stuff in that game to me. So I don't know, but what do you think, Brad? So I also recently played against Medusa. She <laughs> she was a pain in the ass. Uh, it was it was basically Baron Zemo was there, but he was dazed or killed. Most of the time. It was basically her versus Logan, New Logan, and X twenty three. And if they didn't have range three attacks, they would have had with a move like Logan's place. And X-23's medium move. If they didn't have that tech, I would have had to double move to contest the uh, point every turn. Yeah. The only reason they got to attack is because they had range three attacks with some sort of movement attached. Between her throw and if you are... If you're on a point with her... Uh, and she braid bashes you, that first push is probably going to leave you in range for the flurry or a second attack. And it was I also terrible. feel like she never doesn't hit the push anyway. Like It was very, very consistent. He missed, out of all the attacks, I think he missed it once. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I've yeah. ever seen, like, even pre like, I feel like it's just always been automatic, like, I mean, they might not always get the flurry, but they're always getting that push. Yeah, five dice with every roll is pretty consistent to get a wild trigger on on whatever you're doing. So her split ends too is silly. Like it does cost a lot of power, but at, like toward the end of the game, you like when you can potentially like pull, and then like if you place yourself opposite of like an objective and you have two or three other mm -hmm. characters contesting, you can pull all of them 
outside of the objective within one of you and get them all off the point. That's such a crazy end game play. Uh, five <laughs> dice, five dice reroll one is fifty eight point thirty one percent chance. Yeah, so pretty good odds to like hit your wild. Like it's good. I mean, I yeah, it, it's like the more I think about it, it makes me really want to play her in Criminal Syndicate. Mainly yeah. for re- mainly for research station because of oh there you go yeah having split ends available at the end of like in like a detriment a situation where you can split ends with your first activation whatever's still around like you can braid bash and if you can get three power off that then you can hair flip something like yeah i mean but i mean we're at this point talking about like the last activation of like the game scenario I mean that's 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 something that's that's available like that's yeah. there like and that's not, not that, like like if you put like if you don't even need to put her in danger on like research station NCS because like you're gonna put a thick boy on the researcher and then all you have to do is just keep her like Mac like, nearby nearby like three behind everyone else and just well then you just can roll and crew your way in. <laughs> yeah, if you needed to, but like you could just be with like if you wanted that if point, you wanted that play, yeah, you could oh, just royal decree your way in. Or like, you Royal Decree to... if they knock off like Kingpin or somebody like like uh, Black Dwarf or somebody off of the point, you just move her up and Royal Decree him back in. You know, what I mean? like, he's back in my huh? Yeah, my it's it's so good. Like she can do so much to enable that, so yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and just it... having option like you have a chance at up to four pushes a turn. Uh, plus like a throw. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you probably don't have. I mean, you probably have close to a throw a turn out, outside of the first turn. Um, so like I it's... want, I want everyone to realize how much this pains me, and how much you need to take this serious. <laughs> what I am going to say: more people should be playing Medusa. She's, nice. <laughs> yeah. she's good. She's just a quality piece. Yeah. Like, well, I think with that, is we she can... the best four point mutant? <laughs> she's not a mutant <laughs> and rogue is the best four point mutant even if she was a mutant you know like whenever he said she's not a mutant he like quietly like took his fist and just like tapped it down <laughs> on his desk or his leg <laughs> if he doesn't expect that by now that's that's on him i think we can go on to Raytner. so um we start with brandon uh talking about her so we'll go back to you brad where what do, what do you give her I'm going to give her a B plus. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. You know what? I'm going to erase the little line in the middle. D plus. D plus. D plus? No, B plus. B plus. Just move on. I, I will also give her a B plus. I think that she's still a quality fourth rip. Uh, what about you, Fred? Uh, I think you guys are under undervaluing. I'm giving her uh, an A uh, I'm gonna give her an A. I'm just gonna give her a what? solid A. All right. What about you, Brandon? Uh, I think the promethazine in me wants to give her like an A, but I think everything else is telling me like B plus. So I'm gonna go with an A minus. Oh, okay. So that brings us what to about an A minus. A minus yeah. B plus. Yeah. It, it, um. I just realized it would have been really funny if Fred had given everyone an S throughout our history it just struck me as funny 
What if I just gave every single character an S? S. Yeah. Yes. S. They're all good. They're all good. It's, it's like dogs. They're all good. They're all S tier. Fred could have yeah, all, all S tier models and then crossbones. Fred could have never given crossbones an S. <laughs> That's true. All right. All S's and then crossbones. Well, uh, Medusa. She's you should play her more. She's a good piece. She still does good work. Uh, you I'm still got, not playing her. Well, yeah, you won't. You got to be a little careful with her because she is slightly fragile. But uh, try her out on the table. I'm sure that you will you will enjoy her. Not a fragile model though. Very <laughs> no, not a she's a she's a sturdy piece. Yeah. Yeah, she's sturdy model, easy to put together. Right. You do have to buy a box with black bolt in it though. So there's that. Uh, are they? He could have been so, cool. I I guess I'll wait until Brad's segment to ask this question. Do you have a comic book recommendation? If you did, yeah. I I would I would be fine. If you were like I refuse, <laughs> I think I would actually allow that. No, I do have a comic book recommendation. Are we doing that now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, I I've probably said this a couple times, but this really was the hardest recommendation to do because I didn't want it. Yeah. But I do have something for us. Uh, where is it? Oh, hey. For Medusa, I have Fantastic Four 36 through 46. Uh, this is the original Fantastic Four run. These are comics from the 60s. Uh, written by Stan Lee, drawn by Jack Kirby. The two people who made Marvel what it is today. Invented all of the teams and characters you probably care about. Uh, this run from 36 to 46, it goes from Medusa's first appearance as a villain and member of the Frightful Four to the introduction of the Inhumans and their first arc in Fantastic Four. Uh before the Inhumans are introduced is one of the only times Medusa is a character on her own without being a, just a mouthpiece for Black Bolt. Because Black Bolt famously cannot talk or he'll kill you. So he gives Medusa a look and Medusa tells everyone what she thinks Black Bolt means by that. And that's her role in most comics. So before the Inhumans, she... Black Bolt hadn't even been invented yet, so she gets to be her own character. Uh, the other role she usually fills is Crystal's sister. So she's either Black Bolt's wife or Crystal's sister in most stories. So Medusa gets to be her own character. And that's all you're getting. You're only going to get one recommendation for the Inhumans. So... So she's married to Black Bolt. Yeah, I, I, with the uh, her last name is Boltagon. Is yes. is Dash yeah. Boltagon? Uh, yeah. What is that? Is that like a a a good relationship? Like like the, I'm I, I just keep imagining like they're in bed and he leans over and whispers in her ear and her head explodes. Yeah, he doesn't whisper in her ear. Uh, yeah, so. Black Bolt, his last name, his real last name is Boltagon. Do you know right. what his first name is? It's Blackagard? <laughs> yeah, or... Blackagar, no D. Blackagar. So his name is Blackagar Boltagon, or Black Bolt for short. Yep. I wonder which name came first in the actual development of the character. <laughs> uh, clearly Black Bolt. 
The same thing with Medusa. Look at her first name. It's Medusalith. Medusalith. Yeah, they wanted something that was longer than Medusa to call her. But yeah, All they're married. Mary. I think they got a divorce at one point, but they are the king and queen of the Inhumans. And the fact that they have a king and a queen is all you need to know about the Inhumans. Stay away. He looked at her harshly, <laughs> and she's offended, and they break up. There is a, a really good Inhuman series where they, um, no where such beast thing. beast joins them, takes their side. It's it's a really good time. You should. You that should was literally it. an anti recommendation. Stop it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not an anti recommendation. I think you should read it. I think it should be the most sold comic. Oh God, that would be. You hilarious. know what. That was only one of Beast's mass genocides. Uh, yeah. Not even his best one. So, oh, not even his best. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. All I can, all I'm getting from he this destroyed... is that uh, Black Jared, Bolt he... was not a Ying Yang Twins fan. That's true. Jared. Oh, uh, to Black Bolt's credit, he was not a part of that at all. But um, Jared, Beast once destroyed an entire universe. Like a like he went like he uh, read like Richards, alter- like went to an alternate universe and then destroyed it. Yep, with a gun. Is, a with a gun. It's a <laughs> laser gun thing. We are we are drifting into my category. So so let's. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, thank you for that comic book recommendation, Brad. I know that, that probably pained you very much to oh. have to to come up with this. So did you actually have to go read the comic to make sure it was good? Um, or had you no. Just giving a blind recommendation. I I have I have a pretty good working knowledge of early Fantastic Four and early just any of those Marvel comics, but if it's by Jack Kirby, um, the art's gonna be good, and if it's by uh Stan Lee, it's gonna be okay, at least. <laughs> Jack Jack Kirby is the reason that duo. Um, did well because Jack Kirby's good at his job. There you go. Do you what? guys ever hear the Marvel method? <clears throat> no. Marvel method of making comics is something Stan Lee created um, because he didn't want to write comics. So what he would do is he would either talk to his artist or give a like two paragraph at most outline of what should be in the comic. And then the artist drew it all. And then he just put in, he wrote dialogue for it after it was done. So in the Marvel method, the artist does most of the work. Oh, wow. Uh, So Jack, Jack Kirby being the artist did most of the work. (laughs) Well, do you have a uh, roster recommendation for us, Brandon, something you'd like to play around? Yeah, I think you should play her in Hydra. Uh, Michael's been playing her a lot in there, and I think that's mm-hmm. I think that's a really good. Uh, I think I even told him I was using it here. So if I didn't, I meant to. Sorry, but yeah, I think uh, I think that's a really good place for. Um, I think there's a lot of good places for her, but I think Hydra is the nice little. I think it's a little spicy, little new spiciness for everybody to bring that old model into the new hotness. Okay, there you go. I like it. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, Fred, do you want to give us 
Oh, geez, I'm sorry. You want to give us your non-sequitur? If you don't go Greek with this, I'm going to be so upset. If I don't go Greek with... Oh, I didn't. Oh, no. Damn I didn't you. Go Greek. I didn't go Greek. I'm sorry. <sighs> uh, well, I guess I'm going to have to recommend... Um, you know what? I could go Greek right now. Hard <laughs> pivot. Uh, no. Me too. No, I've, I've <clears> already <throat> made reference to the fact that uh, of what I'm what I'm recommending. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to. All right. So what I'm going to recommend today is a movie that came out this year. And it was I, and I missed it in theaters. And I regret missing it in theaters because I watched it over the break. And it was fantastic. And that movie is a little thing called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, this movie rocks. It, it is uh, Michelle Yeoh, uh, who is an excellent actor. And she is... Uh, it is an action movie, but also it is a comedy and family drama that is more effective at all three things than the vast majority of movies that focus in on any of those. It okay. is a fantastic movie. There is a moment uh, where a character turns to another character and they have googly eyes on and it will make you laugh and cry at the same time. Uh, did you laugh and cry is, at the same time? I did. Oh, wow. It was wonderful. Uh, I, I, I am leaving that very vague because that moment is extremely effective. <laughs> uh, uh, the reason why I'm, uh, I, I said I already mentioned this is Brad was bringing up Beast taking out another universe. <laughs> well, this is a movie about being able to cross between universes. Oh, between okay. different. So <laughs> that's kind of how this works. It, it, it is you get to jump between yourself in other universes. Uh, it is, guys. It is a great movie. <laughs> it is a movie that you've got to watch. Uh, uh, is it she, better than RRR? You know what? I I want to say that it is, is it better <laughs> than Cube it's 40 Zero. Forty minutes less than RRR. Oh God! Don't start and... the Cube shit. Oh God! <laughs> it is. It is forty minutes less than RRR, and it is. Uh, it is just as fun, and just as much. Uh. I want to say yes. It's just a short name. Look at that. It's, uh, uh, it's less of a time commitment, and you're getting more quality. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. I got to say, you got to watch it. Watch everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, uh, she Who Tolerates Living With Me came up with a, a wonderful description of it that it kind of reminds you of Scott Pilgrim versus the world in that it is crazy, and it expects you to follow along. It expects you to keep up. Nope. And I respect him. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much, Fred. Uh, yeah. So that wraps us up for this week. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I apologize for all the coughing between me and Brandon. Getting sick. Um, <clears throat> I believe we had a request for the next episode. Is that correct? Yes. Assuming that Rhino does not come out. Yeah. Assuming if Rhino that... comes out, we're gonna do him. What was the What was the next request? Let's leave it as a surprise. Oh, jeez. I could give him something to look it's, forward to. It's all the Inhumans. All the Inhumans. No, That's right. We're doing the faction the review. I'll tell you that. Faction review of Inhumans. Nope. All right. <laughs> thank you guys uh, so much for joining us. Uh, until next week, we'll talk to you guys later.